0: This is the 19th season of Bass Talk Live. BTL is presented by Bass Cat Boats, Strike King Lures, Aftco, Pro Guy Batteries, X-Zone Lures, Shoreline Boat and RV Repair, Spro, Gamakatsu, Big Bite Baits, The Bass Tank, Denali Rods, down outdoors and sunline.
1: btl coming at you
0: good morning and welcome to another exciting edition of btl bass talk live where we are going to talk about bass fishing exciting show today you know we like to uh to throw a little love to the west coast whether that be uh Ken Ma or Todd Klein or Billy Egan. We got two of those on today. We got a uh, Billy Egan from one bass and then Todd Klein in the second half of the show. Some big stuff going on on the West coast. There's been a lot of stuff uh, going on on the West coast over the last six months. If you uh, follow the tournament news out there, but uh, U.S. open just wrapped up and uh, very well-known uh, West coast pro Kyle Grover got the W and that. So we'll talk to Billy Egan about that. But shortly after the U S open came, a massive announcement with uh, with a, a, a little bit of uh, a meat on the bone for the West Coast guys looking to get into the Bassmaster, the Bass Angler Sportsman Society, uh, the Bass Nation Series game, uh, and kind of an exciting announcement along those lines. And then uh, second half of the show, we're going to have Todd Klein on to talk about as a West Coast angler who fishes a lot of the things that are offered on the West Coast, kind of what that means for him and his fellow uh, competitors. So... Let's get right to it. Let's bring in Billy Egan. What did Jeffries used to call you? The man who makes things happen? Is that what he (laughs) called you? I I couldn't remember that. I was going to bring you in, but I didn't want to call you the wrong thing. Among other
1: things, but uh, yeah, that's what he used to call me. Predominantly the man that makes things happen for Wombass. So, uh, it's, uh, (laughs) and you know, when I put the trophy on my head, uh, all all that good stuff when we first started doing our live broadcasts, so.
0: Yeah, Uh, it is, Billy. And I do want to mention recorded show today. I'm currently in, uh, this is my first full day on the boat in El Salto. Uh, First time ever down at Mexico. So I hopefully am catching big bass on every cast on whatever. You ever been down there, Billy?
1: I've been there three times. Fortunately, uh, geez, the first time I went out there probably 12 years ago when i was still all about swim baits and packed the whole bag full of all my custom baits and other swim baits from other makers and you know first day and a half threw it consistently and watched the guide and the other guys in my boat catch them on lipless crank baits and 10 inch worms all day long and wouldn't get bit and finally grabbed the rod out of the guide's hand and. Was tired of not catching a fish, so <laughs> went to the went to the juice, you know, to the lipless crank baits and ten-inch worms, and you know, really caught the snot out of them. Went with Josh Bertrand one time with Berkeley, oh, cool. and we just caught the heck out of them. So my one word of advice is, you could, you know, swing for the fences with a bigger bait, but just throw the tried and true ten-inch lizards or ten-inch worms and lipless crank baits and catch the hell out of them and have a great time.
0: I'm a little intrigued. Uh, so, I've done some research. I'm going with my buddy who's been down there five or six times. And he's like, dude, he's like, like every other time they'll get on like a big spook bite. And it kind of depends on the water level and what it is. So, I am hoping that when we're down there, we can be throwing like the saltwater spooks or those big shower blows or something of that nature. Yeah. And, and just, get those uh, fish on top. It depends
1: on. The time of year and the lily pads and how big the lily pads have gotten because they can kind of take over that lake at times. But that and the tilapia nets, if the uh, guys have tilapia nets out, it kind of limits a little bit of the areas that you can fish. But um, it's an amazing fishery. You'll have a blast. Um, you'll catch a 10 pounder probably. I've gotten multiple 10 pounders down there. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun.
0: I'm just as, uh, just excited because apparently, like when you get off the plane, there's a Pacifico waiting on you. When you come in for lunch, there's a Pacifico waiting on you. And Pacifico uh, is is my number one tried and true <laughs> adult go-to? beverage of, of choice. So I'm excited to go down there and be yeah, at El Salto there's drinking no, a Pacifico. There's no,
1: there's, yeah, that, that'll be available at every turn, basically. They'll have them in the cooler <laughs> on the... Uh, pongas, pongas that you're fishing on, or the bass boats that you're fishing on, okay. of them. So, and limes. They're, they come prepared, man.
0: Uh, I would imagine you may have had a celebratory drink or two with the uh, recent announcement. We'll get to that first. I want to. I want to first talk about the uh, recently concluded U.S. Open. Second year on Mojave, I believe it's been announced. It's next year on Mojave, uh, which will make it three years on Mojave. But Kyle Grover. Uh, well-known West Coast angler, wire-to-wire wire win in the U.S. Open this year.
1: Yeah, you know, um, Kyle did an amazing job, all the other anglers that supported the U.S. Open and have for many years. Uh, it, was, it was in my 14 years, I just completed my 14th year of running bass fishing tournaments with the uh, culmination of the last Arizona Open that just finished. But the U.S. Open this year, by far, hands down, was 100% the best event we've ever run on all aspects. Um, You know, running a tournament on the social media side, on the activities, on the partnerships, on the, the three days of great weather, three days of good fishing, great stage, great sponsors. I mean, it was like, you know, putting years and years and years of work together and finally sitting back and going, we knocked it out of the park with this one. It was an amazing year. Kyle did an amazing job. Um, lots of, lots of guys did real well. It was real tight there with uh, Patrick Tui, you know, the last final minute with the basket hot seat that we always do with our final day. And, um, you know, either one of them would have made great champions, but Kyle came out on top, you know, he's been him and his father, been a long time supporter out here, out West, Kyle's no stranger to the podium. And, uh, He's been, like he said, in most of his interviews, he's been looking forward to winning the U.S. Open since he was 14. So, it finally happened. But the beauty of it is, just because he won it, the fire's not extinguished. You want to get out there and win another one. He'll he'll go back every year. He's been a great supporter of Wombass and uh, Western fishing in general. And uh, with our schedule next year, he's all in. His dad's going to be fishing a few as well. So... We're looking forward to a, a great year, but you know, one of the great things was we had uh, Bass Three Hundred and Sixty Five come on out. We uh, had more coverage at the U.S. Open, and, and they did a great job covering it. We've got a new company that we're working with with our social media um, production as well. So they had two people out there doing some filming and some photography, and the whole package just kind of came together perfectly. And it was just the story was told and. Uh, Lots of people were watching, as as always with the U.S. Open, but mm. uh, this one was a special year for sure.
0: I had I can't even remember who I had on. It was a couple of weeks ago, and I had him on, and I was talking about how when you took over the U.S. Open, uh, that you did such a good job of taking it national. It was a national tournament. It's called the U.S. Open, but there wasn't as much publicity or coverage of it coast to coast and then you didn't get a lot of anglers come from the east uh to the west coast until you really made a push uh i think you have to be proud i mean you zaldane's a west coast guy but it says texas on his stuff he's from texas now you had people come from in the top 25 you had uh arkansas texas tennessee and pennsylvania kind of talk about when you really decided that you were going to push to make this thing bigger, not just the quote unquote classic of the West. And then from where you started to where it is now has to make you feel really proud. And that will dovetail nicely into the announcement that, that you and Bassmaster just made.
1: I told myself I wouldn't do this when I start, when I was. Are you getting emotional, Billy? Well, I'm an emotional guy and um i thought about you asking this question before you did i had a feeling you would and uh aaron martins yep we don't say his name enough um he was the anchor that put the fire in my belly to make the u.s open great again you know um, i don't mean to steal that tagline right now but literally 2010 uh i had never run a tournament in my life i had gone to one pro-am event at lake mojave with harvey naslin uh where paul bailey clinched the uh, angler of the year race that year uh went to the 2010 wombass us open where harvey naslin put on the tribute to the legends dinner which for a guy that was just Excited to be around bass fishing tournaments because when when Western Outdoor hired me They hired me to run three family fun events a couple trout tournaments and a striper derby that they've been doing for 35 years or 30 some years at that time and I was all about the bass because I was completely head over heels about swim baiting and bass fishing and big baits and big fish so I wanted to do anything I could to be involved with one bass at the time and so I went to that tribute to the legends. I, I volunteered to help Harvey in every aspect that he needed to get that evening and that event uh, done and you know produced. Because Harvey, Harvey taught me uh, really quickly in the very short amount of time that I had to work with him that you know running tournaments and putting on events is giving people a show, something that gives them something of value. They have a great time. They leave saying, "I can't wait to get back because." It was an experience that they'll never forget. And literally at the end of that Friday night, uh, tribute to the legends, which was three days before the U.S. Open started, Harvey looked at me and said, uh, the, US, the U.S. Open's yours, buddy. And I was like, what? He's like, you got it. This is. I, I'm not feeling well. He had brain cancer at the time. He hadn't told a whole lot of people about it. He's like, I'm tired. Uh, the U.S. Open's yours. And I'm like, wait a minute. I've never run a tournament in my life. And you want me to run the US Open? (laughs) And he just said, trust in your instincts. I know you got it, kid. Go for it. And, you know, we all know what kind of happened. My Mm -hmm. first (laughs) uh, event out of the gate, catching a guy and uh, going from nobody knowing a tournament director. Oh,
0: that was your first tournament as a tournament
1: director? No way. You got a cheater. We caught him. I don't want to bring up all that stuff again. That was was my introduction to tournament directing. So long story short,
0: no one knows about this. It was the walleye scenario before the walleye scenario happened. End of discussion. That's all we need to say. But you caught him and it was a deal at the time, but you immediately were tested.
1: I didn't know anything really about bass fishing, the traditions, the way things typically worked. I was the new guy. So when that happened. Uh, at the time western bass was the only place that people really went to kind of post on the forums and i got up to the hotel at 11 o'clock that night after running my first us open and dealing with that whole situation and list, watching everybody go south on how it happened what they saw and you know and to me uh transparency is everything so i wrote this big long paragraph uh, essay if you will yeah. On the truth and nothing but the truth about it, how exactly it happened, what we did, how we caught it, what we were going to do, and what our stance was, and everybody all of a sudden went, "Who the hell is this guy?" <laughs> Tournament directors don't talk about this stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. They don't come
1: out in the open and just, you know, yeah, keep it, lay up, it all out there. under the rug. So I went from everybody not knowing me to who the hell is this guy? You know, and uh, it's been a journey. But again, Aaron Martin's was the original uh, igniter of. Uh, the fire in me to help bring Wombass and Bass Fishing in the West back to its greatness. Uh, There had been some uh, hurdles prior to me getting there. There was a couple of US Opens that weren't run when things were going through transitions. Um, Heck, the very first US Open I ran, I think we had 112 boats and yeah, there weren't a whole lot of guys still coming from back east to do it because it kind of lost a little bit of the fire. and it built slowly, you know, putting the effort into it. I think we reached, you know, I used to say, geez, I used to fish during the U.S. Open, you know, <laughs> when, when I was younger running these tournaments, I found time to fish during the time of running the U.S. Open. And I look at the guys and go, I don't know how the hell I did that back then. And they're like, well, you only had 112 boats. Now you got over 200 boats coming to the U.S. Open or nearly 200 boats or 280 we had one time. You know, it's been it's been an amazing ride. Um, it's uh it's easier when you're picking up um the work and efforts of many people before you. You know, Wombass has been around for over 40 years. The Twilger family has been at the helm ever since it started. Um, it's a family run company, uh, just like the one we're gonna be talking about in a few minutes. You know, it's tradition and uh, a long standing of of being the um, transparent and doing what you're saying you're going to do giving away what you say you're going to give away and giving everybody a platform to be to to elevate themselves either in their angling or in their sponsorship and uh, selling more boats selling more reels getting more people involved with fishing
0: i know a lot of people have heard about the u.s open because of the the, the work that you've done with it but if you don't follow that west coast clearly you you also run and you mentioned you just finished up the arizona open i believe it was but you also run basically a kind of a tournament series that leads up to uh the u.s open next year you guys are on uh shasta clear lake havasu and lake mead prior to the u.s open which is october 14th through 16th uh this is this is kind of where the announcement uh with with the Bass Nation and Bassmaster comes into play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and this was this was this was kind of out of left field for me. I didn't see this. It makes a hundred percent sense once you understand it and see it. But I you know, you can't do a show where it's uh MLF hates the West Coast, Bassmaster hates the West Coast, they've canceled elite series events out there, they don't have the Western Opens anymore. Uh, especially with this new Bass Nation, the the furthest uh west is like or the furthest west that they go basically i think is going to be oklahoma uh when it comes to the bass nation but talk a little bit and i'll throw the uh i'll throw the website up with the information and the press release on it but talk a little bit about uh how you guys partnered with bass and what that means for the west coast anglers in their ability uh it's a carrot it's still a carrot it's 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 a carrot out there but at least there's something to munch on
1: yeah, you know, nothing happens overnight. Um, obviously, there's a lot of work, a lot of uh, talking going on between uh, myself and the crew over at Bassmaster. Um, it started, uh, geez, about five, six years ago. Um, and it was just a, a an idea, not a conversation piece, because, you know, Wombass has been around for 40 plus years now. It's uh has great sustainability in the industry um there is no um black eyes if you will throughout the history of One Bass we've we've always run a great ship and fortunately for me uh I've been at the helm now for 14 years of it and many years ago I started playing a seed with Bassmaster and the group over there about getting involved and utilizing One Bass uh to help with their exposure in the west because I mean, it doesn't take rocket science to figure out for a company back east to come out here and run one event, let alone a couple events. It's a $350,000 investment just to move the trucks, the boats, the people to get out here to run an event. If you're not getting funding from the cities or, you know, your return, uh, it's hard to make a decision to, to take that investment to go out west when you've got so much water, so much viability out east. So, you know, over the years I've watched uh you know the guys out here get disappointed because a business makes business decisions that make business sense to that business um and try to find a common ground between ourselves and Bassmaster throughout the years of communicating with them on on the opportunity to use us and our resources out west to enhance their ability to reach our anglers and to give them a reason to chase the dream, but not have to leave their family and their wives and their you know day-to-day life to go chase that dream. So um, it's augmented over the years. You know, originally the dream was, uh, hey, let's get a classic birth right out of wombass or the U.S. Open or, you know, our events are great, We're, it's worth it, you know, but, through the conversations with Chase, uh, who's an amazing person, uh, amazing family, amazing job with Bassmaster, Chris Bowes, Hank Weldon, GL Compton, those guys, um, we learned real, real soon that the the Classic is uh, real tight to the chess form. Yep. Um, it's based on qualification. There's there's uh, things that you have to do to accomplish that dream of getting to the Super Bowl of Bass Fishing. So We understood that You know, there are comments where we've never given a classic birth to a one event situation or let alone just a couple events, you know, because we were running four events out here, um, trying to grow our events uh, with our sponsorships and still give away, you know, the 110% payouts on the pro side and great products and things like that. So um, we knew that maybe there had to be a different angle to approach this and Trey and Chris Aldane happened to be a big part of this because they're good friends of mine. Um, they are very passionate about the west as as are all the top sticks that have come from the west you know um, so we kind of worked together massage things some ideas and then bass nation kind of came up and and that started being a focus on how we could utilize bass nation to try to give western anglers a chance to get to the classic through still a qualification process because we are very qualification driven, so is Bassmaster, and it makes sense to come up with a plan that would allow guys who fish multiple events out here with long bass a chance to make that road to the Classic, if you will. So, mm-hmm. we partnered with Bass. We came up. I mean, literally, I was in Cabo running the Cabo tuna jackpot. We've been talking about this seriously since the Classic, when I was out there at the Classic and got some time with them. But you know, we kind of. Everybody had events going on. I had US yep. Open going on. They had Opens going on. And then I'm in Cabo running a Cabo Tuna jackpot. Chris Bozer and I are talking. We're throwing out ideas. Um, and we obviously both were trying to get the best opportunity for both of us to utilize. And so it took massaging and figuring out. But ultimately, what the crew over there and what we decided to do was utilize our five events because. We are adding Shasta this year, so we truly now have a uh, regional two um, territory uh, event series. So you've got a true north and a true south with the Shasta and Clear Lake up there, and you have have Havasu and Mead for the south guys. In the past, we've only had one event up north, and it's real hard for the north guys to invest in something that they feel they have to go do three events in the desert. Now we have two in the north, two in the south, um, true north, true south, with the US Open uh, you know, culminating the, the end of the year in the point system. So all five of our events are Angler of the Year race events, uh, but the four regional events are being utilized by Bass Nation in our partnership so that the top five pros and cos in each of our national or our regional events, like Shasta, Clear Lake. Have a sue and Mead. If you have a Bass, Bass, one Bass membership, a Bass membership, and a Bass Nation membership prior to that start of that tournament, the top five pros and top five co-anglers at the end of the event that fit all those qualifications will get a berth into the 2025 Bass Nation Championship, which is a no-entry fee tournament for around $300,000 payout and the top three go to the 2026 Bassmaster Classic. So through four events, we're giving 20 spots away to the pros, 20 spots away to co-anglers to the 2025 Bass Nation Championship as long as they were qualified prior to the event starting. And to really get all the events uh, behind this and the guys behind fishing all the events, the top five anglers of the year after fishing all five events We'll also get five pro and five co entries into the 25 Bass Nation Championship, no entry fee. And uh, the top five pros on the Angler of the Year after all five events get, if you will, e-tickets into the Bass EQs, held spots for the yeah. following year. Which who
0: knows what the hell is going to happen this year. As what's far that? as who knows what's going to happen this year to the, that might be valuable going into next really year. valuable
1: yeah. based on what's going on in the industry. Yeah. So it, they're held spots right now. Mm-hmm. There's no financial entry fees, but uh, you know, I'm, there's still a lot to, to announce, still a lot to work on in the last mm-hmm. few days here in December to come out with our next big announcement, January 1st, uh, New Year's day. But um, you know, again, So, the really cool part of this is now West Coast anglers have a viable tournament circuit, Wombass, it's been around for a long time, to fish for an opportunity to go back east uh, to represent the West. I mean, we're sending, at the end of this, we're gonna send 25 of our best sticks and co anglers to the Bass Nation Championship in 2025. And I know for a fact that they're gonna make an impact at that that event and we'll see some of those names at the top
0: uh for those who haven't followed all the changes that have gone on with the bass nation the bass nation championship is a tournament that used to take one angler from each state you would fish your local club and then you'd fish your state qualifier they're all independently run or were independently run to determine how you would get your uh your 10-man state team then you would go to a regional then you take the top angler from that state from the regional which would then go to the national championship then they would do the top three anglers go to the classic uh and the top winning national championship angler back-to-back years uh back-to-back years now God, i can't remember his name. will uh will davis uh i think it's will davis yeah will davis jr just won his second to go to the classic or to go to the elite series. So what they're doing is they're completely revamping the bass nation this year to where if you make your state team, you get a guaranteed ticket based on how many anglers you have, in your state competing directly to the national championship. The rest of the anglers then go to open regional events. I don't know if that's been announced yet or not, of uh, where those national regional events are, it's but then adorable, like yeah. the top percentage of those anglers then go to the national championship. So it goes from like a 55 boat field, basically to a 250 boat field. Uh, and so what this is doing with one bass is giving these guys a direct ticket straight to the national championship. So 25 year anglers will be, three days away from either a making the elite series or B fishing in the Bassmaster classic. It's pretty much the most direct route you can get.
1: Yeah. And it's important to mention that again, there are the state teams aren't changing. They're still going to continue to do the state teams. What this relationship, this partnership does is allow our Wombass guys who may not be Nat Bass nation guys currently uh, the ability to be, become a Bass Nation at-large member from the state that they reside in. So basically, when the guys sign up for our tournaments, they become Bass Nation members. Uh, they're going to register with the particular state that they live in with that president. So basically, that president will then that state's numbers. Hopefully, through this program, if everybody gets behind it, numbers will grow and people will become more uh, aware of what the Bass Nation program is and. Yeah you know, more than welcome to join those teams and to get involved with them in the meetings, but you don't have to. A lot of our Western pros are busy. They they own companies. They run businesses. And, uh, you know, it doesn't quite fit them to be a part of the Bass Nation or go to uh, meetings or have to fish additional events. But um, you can be a roaming uh, Bass Nation member and learn more about it. It helps Bass gain more visibility out West through these memberships. Uh, and the other aspect of this is that wombass now, you know, a regional uh, circuit out West with our own publication company now has a national partner that will be utilizing Bass Times and their own platform yeah, to promote right. our events, our guys that do well at our events. And the, the story of where it started to where it's going in 2025 Bass Nation, let alone the chance of maybe one of these guys, Going to the classic and telling this whole story uh, from start to finish and proving it, you know, it's it's a it's an amazing opportunity. It's been a lot of work. Um, I'm very proud, you know, of where we've come uh, in the last few years, and uh, I'm very excited about where we're going in the next few years because I, this is just the tip of the iceberg for us. I've got a two and a five-year plan. I want to grow long bass regions. I want to have. Uh, four regions within the next couple of years, uh, open up a region up in the um, southwest up there, you know, uh, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, maybe two events up there. The southwest, maybe New Mexico, Utah, or Elephant Butte, or you know, bring bring some of those lakes back into the mix so that we have four regions, eight events, plus the U.S. Open. All of a sudden, geez, we got nine events and Bassmaster can go, oh, wait a minute, these guys are fishing nine events, just like we're fishing nine events. And maybe we prove this works. Maybe the anger of the year some day down the line at Wombass goes directly to the classic and maybe gets invited to the elites because we're all based on qualifications. So who knows? You know, that's that's the focus. We want to grow fishing tournaments in the West we want to unite everybody together because it's the only way it's going to work. Um, Kent Brown, Rick Grover, you know they've been involved, involved with the industry out here for many years. When I started my very first event was going to a bassathon that Rick Grover was putting on, which was a big November event every year. I had just been introduced as the Long Bass Tournament Director, they walk me over in a corner, push me up against the wall. And they looked at me and they said, if you don't figure out how to make all these organizations work together, it'll never work. So it's been a mission to get people to work together, to have a common goal and to grow the fishing industry products, Mm -hmm. people that fish it by promoting them, their products and the the story, if you will, as best we can.
0: I mean, it, it's not a pipe dream because you look at what Bass has done with the team series and they've had uh relationships. I think it was with the ABA before. We're setting a team series guy to the cla to the classic, or sending a uh college angler to the classic. We've sent WBT women's anglers to the classic before. So it's definitely something that uh that Bass is open to. More information on this, uh one Bass W O N, not the number it's w-o-n western outdoor news one bass uh, is it onebassevents.com
1: well it's onebass.com but okay. uh, back when uh, mr twilliger passed away we had to create one bass events because we couldn't get the key to onebass.com and then we eventually did so either website events or onebass.com go to the same site um and you can right now the information it's a brand new website which is another thing we're we're proud of, uh, we now have the ability for anglers to create profiles. They log in with their profile. They can see every event they've signed up. They can see how much money they have in every event, if their membership's up to date, if their address is up to date. But if you if you scroll back up there, that picture of Ty Al, the uh, picture that says uh, how the West has won or learn how, you click on that, that has the press release and all the details uh, for now on how to qualify, how it works, where it's gonna work, and all the all the ins and outs now there are a lot of people that are asking a lot of questions and this is a great platform to kind of answer a few of those so we've we've mentioned that we're going to graduate 25 people 25 pros 25 coing. there's 50 total from the 2024 season kind of how we're going to do it but there are we are going to do it to 25 so if these questions have come up. If a guy fishes Shasta and he, for some reason, chose not to do the Bass membership or the Bass Nation membership and he gets a third place in that tournament, we are going to advance the next guy in line okay. to fill that spot. That's if good. a guy ha- like a Justin Kerr. If a Justin Kerr goes to Shasta and gets a top five and then goes to Clear Lake and gets a top five, which is likely.
0: That's why I say, is he ever not?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Um, then at clear League, where he got the second qualification, he will be knocked out of that five and somebody will be advanced. I got in you. The top five.
0: Yep. So you, so you can't double, double qualify. Be, You're sending 25 the
1: circumstances are we graduate 25 people after the 24 season. So, um, and then we get to follow those guys. And my job now is to work with our sponsors to figure out ways that we can enhance that experience for those 25 guys. Maybe it's gas cards. Maybe it's some, you know, travel money or something like that to help them make the commitment to go. And the and the beauty of this and the relationship and how we plan this out is, once they qualify in twenty four, they have a whole year to plan this. Mm-hmm. You know, gives. It's not like oh my god, three weeks. I got to go to a championship. What yeah, no, the Bass Nation uh, process
0: is like two years by the time you do it to the time you get through it all. Like you're right. basically a year behind the next, so you should be able to. You know whether you have to cut a. Cut a few extra yards, or do whatever. Hang out at the truck stop. Who knows? Whatever. (laughs) Whatever gets the job done.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Instead of putting the cans in the recycle bin, recycle them yourself. You know. (laughs) And
0: it's just one event too. It's a three-day event too. It's not like you have to qualify for another thing. You go to the national championship. So congratulations, Billy. That's got to be. That's got to feel good to to uh, to have to have Bassmaster on your website. I mean, it's uh, well.
1: I mean, I've been on Cloud9 because it's been something I've been working on for a long time. And it finally came together. And, you know, just this weekend, we announced it on Tuesday. And um, I was just relaxing at home. And I clicked on Bassmaster. I'd heard uh, Hank Weldon was going to do a show uh, on Bassmaster Radio uh, about the the partnership. And to hear Bassmaster talk about the U.S. Open and about Long Bass and the accomplishments we've had, it was like, okay, you know, you did you did good. Things are things are going well. People have asked me this week, how are you doing this week? You know, you're just out and about. There's hospitality week in Laguna Beach and seeing a lot of friends are like, How are you? And I'm like, I'm on Cloud9.
0: You went to good. Hospitality Weekend at Laguna Beach.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a night where all the that stores sounds fancy. Open. It is a little fancy. Laguna Beach is great, uh, but all the stores stay open a little late. They all serve wine and cheese and everybody it's on their Christmas gear, and they close down one street and have a couple bands, and it's like mini reunion. Uh, Did you have to wear a collared year. shirt? No. Uh, well, you don't have to, but uh, a lot of people were actually in their you know red Santa hats and uh-huh. outfits. But it was a good time, and and just got to see some people I haven't seen in a long time, and uh, it just felt good to know that your efforts and hard work uh, were. Uh, people have engaged in yeah. what we've been doing. You know, they, they, they see the, the dedication and the hard work.
2: All right,
0: Billy. Uh, I got Todd Clyde in the queue. I know he knows a thing or two about hospitality weeks at Laguna Beach. He may have hosted one yesterday. He was on the beach doing something. You a big-time big pro surfer there.
1: Yeah, we just – I saw him yesterday. We just did a Cast and Crank podcast uh, Christmas fundraiser with a – Everybody brings a toy for kids in the Orange oh, County cool. area. So it was an awesome event. Good to see everybody. A lot of OG swim bait guys. Jerry Rago was there and um, had a good time yesterday with them hanging out. And, uh, you know, I've got, I've, thanks for having me on the show this week. I think I'm on about two or three other shows this week talking about the, the partnership and the, the future of Western bass fishing. Yeah. And You know, uh, all I got to say is the West is one.
0: Ooh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> thanks, Billy. Appreciate yeah. it. See ya. All right. That was, and it is the man who makes things happen. Billy Egan, uh, onebass.com for all the information. Uh, we're taking our first break of the show. When we come back, uh, Southern California's Todd Klein will join the show. Now I'm not sure what his plans are heading into the next year. That's kind of why I'm going to have him on, but he's one of these anglers, Uh, who grinds it out. He's a professional angler on the West Coast. He fishes a lot of the stuff out there, and I'm going to see just kind of from his perspective and from the anglers that he's talked to how big this is for the West Coast anglers. It's BTL, and we'll be back right after this.
2: The new Puma STS has been redesigned from the ground up. With the angler design, function, and performance in mind, nothing on this new offering was compromised, and the only thing carried over from the previous version is the name.
0: All right, guys, if you're a construction worker, soccer dad, soccer mom, you want to be outdoors, you've seen the Reaper. This right here is the Zip Up Full Reaper, but it's windproof, folks, windproof. And it actually has the mask built in. It's behind me. I mean, if you can look good, feel good, and stay warm, you better check it out. It's the Zip Up
2: Reaper. That's right, windproof.
0: shoreline boat and rv dock rash storm damage collision repair that deep scratch or gouge from trying to access that secret creek shoreline boat and rv can get your prize possession back in mint condition and looking good on the water fast all repairs are done in-house so they're able to get your boat or rv back to brand new quickly all shorelines work comes with a rock solid warranty find out more at shorelineboatandrv.com kansas city austin and tulsa All right, we are back. BTL. Let's bring in uh, California's Todd Klein. Where were you yesterday? Were you hosting like a pro surf competition or something, Todd?
2: No, yesterday we were at that toy. Um, okay, that yesterday. was the same
0: thing you were at with Billy.
2: Yeah, the cast and crank uh, was basically a toy drive, you know, for Christmas and the kids, the underprivileged kids, and it was it was awesome just to you know be able to give back. But shake hands, kiss babies, see a lot of friends, and uh, you know see the latest and greatest in some of the swim bait world.
0: Last time I really talked with you, you were hanging out with Ryan Sheckler.
2: Uh, yeah, I saw him at an event. And yeah, I, was, that counts. I did. Uh, I did announce a surf competition on Saturday, which was pretty cool.
0: Awesome. Uh, you obviously you were there for most of what, uh, Billy just announced. Now, listen, I'm not going to go into it in the show. There's been a lot of stuff that's gone down on the West coast as far as, uh, tournaments, the apex series is no more there's a new tournament organization with uh that's that's coming back there billy one bass seems to be the pillar that survives everything now with this thing with bass kind of talk a little bit about what the west coast anglers vibe is did this create a buzz in the tournament scene when it was announced now that there's a direct path to the bass nation championship
2: yeah, no, it's it's massive news, uh, I believe out here. I know I I personally feel that way, and a lot of the anglers I've I've spoken with feel the same way. Uh, anytime you get you even like you you mentioned it earlier, it's a carrot. And it's a massive carrot, you know, to, to know you actually, I'll say, have a you know, potential chip in a chair at the biggest poker tournament in the world, um, that's all you can ask for. And Billy and and the crew over at Wombass have now given us that opportunity in partnership with BASS. So it's massive news. Um, they've also, uh, uh, you know, made that addition with one more event on the tour for us out here in the West, which is also, again, just more opportunity for us. And, you know, I think that's what anyone, whether you're a fisherman or anything in life, opportunity is a big word. And that's, that's all you can ask for is the opportunity. It's up up to you to, you know, to capitalize on it.
0: Attendance or participation has always been an issue on the West coast. Uh, do you think that this is going to really boost the numbers in tournaments for all of these tournaments, considering you don't have to fish them all from what I understand, you could fish one. And if you finish in the top five, you get that direct, uh, that direct entry into the national championship. Do you think there's going to be a, a massive increase in guys who are, who are fishing these things and make sure that they're a member of the bass nation and, you know, a member of one bass and have all their, their, let's say I make this right. T's crossed and eyes dotted.
2: I, I do Matt. I think, um, already the numbers were pretty substantial out here. You Mm -hmm. know, one's always been the leader. Uh, I think part of, part of the reason for that is the camaraderie between the the co-angler and the boater because it's a shared weight format. Um, so it's very inviting for, you know, for both parties. Um, but now just to, to, you know, have even more opportunity, uh, for us out here in the West, I do, I do think we'll see a substantial jump. You, you touched on it too. One of the other organizations, no longer out here. Um, so not diluting the water as much. And, and really now there's just two major platforms that lead to the highest at, at each level being the MLF and then the BASS, which, you know, that's all you can ask for.
0: Have you decided what, uh, what you're going to jump in next year yet?
2: Uh, I'm, you know, I'm fortunate to have the backing that I do from a sponsorship standpoint. Um, so I'm going to do both of them, MLF and one bass. I didn't fish all the, uh, one basses this year because unfortunately, the first AZ Open got canceled due to wind, and then it was wasn't overlapping, but it was kind of overlapping when it came to the practice for the makeup date on the AZ Open. So I didn't I didn't fish that last one, but uh, I will absolutely fish all of them uh, on both sides next year, MLF and One Bass.
0: How many uh, U.S. Opens have you fished?
2: It's a great question because I did quite a few from the back of the boat too. Um, from the front, I'm going to say five. Yeah.
0: It, that's a big deal to the West Coast guys, specifically, isn't it? I mean, it there's is. not anyone who tournament fishes who doesn't follow that.
2: I mean, you know, it, it's the biggest out here for us on a couple levels. One, it's obviously got a massive prize purse. Uh, first place being, you know, right around a hundred thousand plus. Let's say, you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna estimate up because that's what we do as bass anglers. But a hundred thousand dollar bass yeah. boat as well. So that's massive. You know, that's a big opportunity. And then the other, you know, the big thing that I think personally myself and a lot of the other anglers out here you know to to be the best you got to fish against the best and we get a lot of the top guys that will make that drive to come out because they know there is that opportunity and i think now with this announcement uh we could potentially see even more so you know it's it's definitely it's it's the biggest event we have in the west no doubt
0: i think what i didn't understand until i really talked to some guys out there is how big the west is so like take take this you could be in Alabama and if you're in the middle of Alabama you can drive to Arkansas you can drive to Georgia you're 10 hours from all the lakes in Florida you got all the TVAs around you you can be in eight hours you can be out to the Carolinas like it's all right there if you're in NorCal and they have a tournament anywhere I mean you can drive 13 14 hours and still be in the same state
2: yeah in
0: California and that's a big logistics nightmare what you're trying to make all these guys happy from where you are to the guys up in Northern California to Arizona to New Mexico to Utah Oregon Washington like you're talking about a lot of real estate to try to figure out where to put these derbies to get everybody to attend
2: yeah no I mean you know Billy's got his work cut out and, and um you know he touched on some good points now having two in the north two in the two in the yep. south if you will to try and keep it balanced. Um, that way, you know, it doesn't feel like it's favored one way or the other. Um, but yeah, you know, when I went back to the MLF championship this year, I was fortunate to, to fly into North Carolina, pick up a boat and truck and still drive 15 hours, but it saved me about 15 hours one way, which is (laughs) mind blowing. Um, to your point, I mean, yeah, you know, coming, coming from the North to the South is a, is a massive drive. Um, but you know, keeping our, our, uh, you know, looking at the guys from the West to try and make those national championships. I mean, you're looking at, you know, 30 hours one way. It's, it's Mm -hmm. a massive commitment and, you know, hats off to all the guys that continue to do it and support, you know, MLF uh, at that top level, because there is so much opportunity at that event as well, you know?
0: All right. Uh, I do, I would be remiss if I didn't mention. So at the beginning of the year, you sent me three pairs of shades. I had you on the, show and i will say this i wanted to get a year under my belt with them so i've got to uh last month i stepped on the third pair at the bottom of the boat it's no longer with us i mean i demolished them you ever done that where like as soon as you did something like you stepped on something but then you put your full weight and you're like what the heck was that and then you're like oh i wish I," you like like anyway and the worst is, is when
2: you're looking for them and then you hear something pop and you don't even look down because you know exactly what it was.
0: Yeah, I crushed you, But uh, I got the two uh, pairs of the electrics and I am – sold on these things so thank you for sending those to me my pleasure uh, Glad to hear. You're i'm ext- so rocking them. extremely thrilled extremely pleased with them and you whatever color that is it's the one you can kind of see through so i'm That's- a little nervous to wear them because i hate the sunglasses where you can barely see the people's eyes i think it looks a little creepy like when they're looking well, at you, especially like, when you're
2: looking at the ladies you know that are that are there attending those weigh-ins i understand <laughs> what you're doing matt
0: we the dock frogs is the terminology that <laughs> anyway <laughs> you are like, Hey, wear these things early and then don't take them off the rest yeah. of the day. Yeah. And I've done that. And it's like the only shade that I wear now. It's like a, it's not, is that called an Amber or what is that? No,
2: one? No, that one's the low light yellow. Um, and you know, that low light yellow, the term I'll, I'll use it loosely. It's like yesterday when we attended that, that event, uh, the toy drive, majority of those guys were, you know, the big bait guys, the swim bait guys, they, that's their favorite lens as well, because the bottom line is it's the best sight lens out there. Um, and as you know, you know, throwing those glides and stuff, you got to see how the bass are reacting. And so sometimes, you know, it's the Twitch, Twitch pause or whatever you need to do to get that bite, but you got to see it to make it happen.
0: Yeah. But anyway, I just thank you for sending me those. That's great. Uh, customer surface. There's that one. It's kind of like a square. Oh, here's the other thing. I, uh, God, this Um, is probably not, this is probably not good. Oh no. I took the cups off it. I I've, have them in my uh in the middle of my boat and if it's sunny out i'll actually wear these but i wanted some like like a daytime deal like the cool shades but i also uh i have been very impressed i am very bad about putting the sunglasses back in the case that they came in actually i have no idea where any of the three cases that they came in are and i just toss them in my glove box and then they float around very scratch resistant too which i was very very FOD to find that out like i mean i don't have any major scratches and these things have been like banging around with stuff they shouldn't be banging around with
2: they're pretty durable for sure yeah they're yep. pretty durable so
0: anyway sure. electric if you guys are looking for a pair for christmas uh would highly recommend those yep electric thank fishing. you for the hookup yep appreciate uh, the shout out anything else you want to get in here before uh before i let you go todd like i, I mean what numbers are we talking about like are we Are we talking 200 in every one of these things? Do you think?
2: Well, you know, and that's something I, you know, I'll I'll talk to Billy about. We should have put, we should have put his feet to the fire on that. Is he actually going to hold the line? Hey, Billy's still
0: here. There's Billy. Bring his feet to the fire. Billy's still been watching. We'll bring him back in. You got questions for Billy? There's Billy.
2: Let's put, (laughs) let's put the feet to the fire, Billy. So I see on the website 200 capped. Are we going to cap it, or when we get to the 200, go? Hey, you know, it looks. Mighty uh, appetizing to get to 225.
1: I know I've done that in the past, but now <laughs> with, with this carrot, it's 200, 200 max. So. All right.
2: Make sure that record button's on there, Matt, so we can play it <laughs> back on them. Um, I mean, hold yeah, on, are, are,
0: hold are on. you optimistic that these things are all going to cap out? It's so so to
1: that I, I swear by this fast book that it's 200, <laughs> 200 bucks.
2: So to your point, Matt, I think, uh, you know, this, you know, you know, let's be honest too. This is going to be a tricky year for the industry as a whole. Um, Things are definitely slowing down a little bit with the economy. Um, Groceries are through the roof. Gas is through the roof. So the timing couldn't have been better on a lot of levels for Billy and Wombass because otherwise we probably would have seen the numbers go down. I'm going to say on my end, if we can at least maintain where we were last year and probably we'll see a jump. um, I think he did fantastic. Cause I think, Around the nation, we'll probably see some some dips in a lot of the numbers, um, you know, and and then in hopes that you know 25, we you know we really crank it up. But um, who knows? I know there's a lot of buzz out there right now. Even yesterday at that event, people were talking about it. I know my buddies. You know, a lot of us have already got our uh, deposits in um, because if you get to that 200, and then we heard it right there. Billy said he will keep his heels in the ground. The line is in the sand. You're not getting in, and you don't get in. You don't have a chip in a chair. So when the cards are dealt, you're watching in the bleachers. And
0: yeah. aren't the deposits like super reasonable, Billy? If is it similar to like the U.S. Open, where you kind of can get in and hold it, but you're not out billions of dollars?
1: Yeah, basically, uh, you can get in as a as an amateur. A hundred dollar deposit will hold your spot. A two hundred dollar deposit on a pro side will hold your spot. Um, We don't like keeping people's money if they don't use it, so we either transfer the money to another event or we refund because, you know, at the end of the day, these anglers are our customers. We want them to be happy. We're not here to hold their money or make money off these anglers just because they weren't able to fish an event. So a big thing with us is communication. You know, if you got a deposit in and for some reason something comes up and you can't fish, give me enough time to figure it out so I can find a replacement. But You know, a key factor to this is um, the amateur side of what we have. Uh, You know, like Todd had mentioned, the atmosphere with our events, it's uh, a lot more conducive. Um, I think I haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm pretty positive. I looked at the numbers between the organizations that run non-shared weight versus us that wear shared weight. We have a higher graduation level of amateurs that are switching over to the pro side because the education process on a shared weight event is much more rapid than it is on a non-shared weight. These pros are helping these co anglers become their own pros and want to chase the dream themselves, which then lends to buying a new bass boat, new motor, new rods, reels, lures, mm-hmm. and keeping this uh, industry sustainable through uh, teaching these uh, amateurs or younger kids or people who are not real familiar with it. What I found at that, that show, Todd, was that there were a lot of guys who'd never fished bass tournaments that heard about the news that wanted to find out how to get involved with events because they'd like to learn more.
2: Matt, you fished the uh, U.S. Open before, right? Yeah, one. So, how many, how many shared weight uh, events have you done? Not not team, but like at a level like this. So, one. one so- it was
0: epic. It was the greatest thing ever. I would I would not fish one if I fish one. Like, if I was to jump in and open as a co or a Toyota series or whatever, yeah, yeah, I would be scared to fish. Not, not, I don't have it against anyone else, but I just know how much impact it could have. I would basically take two rods and sit there, but I was like all in in 18 when I fished it. Like, I was all in on it because I knew that. Like, my biggest thing was, what if I lose one? And sure enough, with Matt Schur, I hook a five-pounder on a net, and I'm on the front deck high-fiving him, and he's like, what do you need? And I'm like, just get out of my way, son. And I'm fighting this thing, and it pulls off, and I've never felt so bad in my life. Because, I mean, I cost, like, Matt Schur, like, $8,000. He wouldn't have won. But other than that, like, I mean, it's the greatest thing ever to fish out as a triple A, Because anytime your co-catches one, you're rooting for them, because that's weight for you. And anytime you catch one, the guy, like, loves you. He makes you look like you're freaking Kevin Van Dam in the front. You know how it is. You fished it because here's like a bonus, you know, three pounder or two pounder or whatever. It's the way to do it in in a lot of scenarios, in my opinion. Now, would I want to do that in a Bassmaster Open where I've got $40,000 of my own money to qualify for a Bassmaster Elite Series? No, absolutely not. That would be an absolute nightmare because then a lot of the future depends on your draw. Does it work? in this scenario
2: question for you though matt so because they in the opens they do have codes right yeah so at least if the guy does catch a six from the back it is going to help you so the point i want to make when i fish those opens i don't expect the guy to do anything right Uh, other than have fun but i'm going to tell the guy it's basically a glorified guide trip i'm gonna tell him exactly what we're fishing how to fish it i'm gonna tie his bait on there i'm gonna have an extra one for him i'm gonna do everything i can in the first 10, 20 minutes, I'm going to see, is the guy legit? I'm going to keep trying to help him, or is he kind of just shut it down and let him do his thing, and I'm going to fish, right? Um, so I just think, you know, it's got so many benefits to, yeah. you know, especially as you touched on, the amateur side, for the guy to learn at a, a rapid rate, but also on my end, it's like I'm not expecting the guy to get anything, but if he does, hallelujah, high fives, I'm going to give him shout-outs, whatever. But I just think it, it's a win-win on both sides, you know, because most of the guys on the MLF side, super cool, never going to have an issue. But I've had a few instances instances where a guy's firing up on the isolated little rock pile you got, and now you have to figure out, I have to barely reach this thing so that guy can't reach it from yep. the back. And it's just awkward as heck. And,
0: and I do want to point this. There's some guys that are like, well, I don't want to
2: – like in a Bassmaster in that deal I don't. But if
0: you look at the names – that are at the top of the leaderboard in shared weight formats out West. They're the guys who have kicked everybody's ass in solo tournaments in co-angler boater tournaments. You don't see a guy who is just hot garbage on the water, get three non-boater draws and all of a sudden win the U S (laughs) open. They're guys who win regardless. They're around fish. They're around winning fish. And yeah, they're, they're triple a might, might add a key fish here or two, but it doesn't diminish the talent of the angler in the front. Like I said, for that format i think it's fantastic you're smiling billy am i wrong on that no <laughs>
1: it's awesome it uh the experience the friendships the lifelong uh, uh relationships from you know angler to angler that have forged through the 14 years i've doing it been doing it these guys um it's a they have a blast doing it. they can't wait to get back and do it again even the us open i mean like i, I told matt Todd, that this year's US Open by far was the best event we've ever run in every aspect possible. Just it was it was firing on all cylinders. And every one of you guys would have gone back out a fourth day to start all over because the just the energy of that event. And we have that energy at all the events because of that positive uh engagement between the
2: anglers, I believe.
0: Todd, is this what the West Coast needed right now?
2: Absolutely. You know, it felt like just everything was uh, kind of slowing down. And uh, now it's, you, you, there's something new out there with a ma- major opportunity, major platform that you want to try and get to. Um, so yeah, I think there's revitalized energy in the West. And I think we're going to see it, you know, we touched on it a little bit, but I think we will see at least uh, some sort of a jump in the numbers and Mm -hmm. hopefully this first one will will rattle some cages and get right up to that 200 mark and kind of set the tone for the year that way uh, we do have massive turnouts for every single one of them because only benefits all parties and I think you know in closing the biggest thing I want to say Matt is that this is a big commitment from BASS um, and now is our opportunity as anglers here in the west to step up and show that yes We are ready for this opportunity we are ready to support you guys good to have you guys coming back to the west to support us now as anglers you know it's kind of a call out to all you guys let's step up and support them so thanks again billy for giving us the opportunity
1: yep it's now your opportunity guys all you anglers have wanted something like this we finally have it let's prove it let's get uh things rolling and make this a long-term relationship or anything everything always just increases you know can only go up from here but uh, it's up to you guys, the anglers, to get involved
2: and to back
0: it. Anything else, guys? I think this has been an awesome show. I, I, I mean, know, now I look thing, at. It. Yep. I just it goes want to say ahead.
2: thank you very much. And the other is, I know you came out here, you hooked up with your uh, your buddies from AFCO, and you yes. went surfing. You didn't call me next time. You better call me because I, I will see what, listen. Uh, what I'm, you're I'll be out the there, lineup.
0: December twentieth through twenty
2: third. We almost connected. When are you coming?
0: December twentieth through twenty third. Hey, I I am all in on that. Like, this is My my uh, my girlfriend Courtney is from OC, from the Orange, Orange County, like born and raised. Her parents are beach bums. They grew up on the beach. They got six American kids. So, uh yeah, I don't there's a bunch of beaches <laughs> down there.
2: Billy might be able to get you into one of those high-end uh, wine tasters that he was at two days ago.
0: Oh, the Laguna Beach
1: hospital.
0: Yeah. night? Whatever is that similar that to the Catalina wine the mixer? Is yeah. that like the Catalina wine, wine mixer? Wine and cheese mixer. I do know a few people
1: out here. I, Matt, if you want to do something, hit me up. Let me know.
0: No, I am I am all in on it. I will say this. In Oklahoma, you think SoCal, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting trip. You get there. It is kick-ass. It is like laid back. There's amazing beach access everywhere. Everyone's mellow. Yeah, they all drive $200,000 cars, but everyone's super nice. It's, it's a really cool part of the country and I was massively pleasantly surprised. I did look like a beached whale in my wetsuit with Casey Shedd and I didn't get up and I, it was probably one of the top five most embarrassing moments when he started towing me while he was paddling me out and in between saltwater, I had to be like, I don't want to get out there if I can't paddle out myself. And he's Matt. like, okay, well, it's going to take half an hour, but I did, got out there myself.
2: I will get you to your feet. I promise. Really? Promise. And we don't all
1: drive $200,000 cars. I got a 340,000 mile Toyota Tacoma that I'm about ready to hand off to my son. So hopefully Toyota's listening and we can talk
2: okay. soon. Uh, And that thing's lowered, right, Billy? <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like a stink bug right now. Prior Here's what
0: I want to do. So- one of the places we went, uh, there's no one who just gave it away. I where we were surfing, there was literally a guy catching halibut from the shore. Like I know on where the you same were. time. So we surfing. Uh, I, no, no, were surfing. You're not allowed, break. you're not allowed to say it's it was top secret, but it's apparently like the bunny hills of skiing for surfing, is what <laughs> I was told. And but oh. where where we were surfing, like we're out of the water. It's like, kapoo, and like in between whatever you call them sets, waves, the guy was reeling in halibut. And I'm like, dude, if I could stand up on a board and catch a halibut within an hour from the same stretch of beach, that's a good day.
2: Yeah. I used to fish all the time off of a, a soft top, uh, catching calicos until I was out solo one day and I heard something breach, and I figured, okay, probably a seal, maybe a bird diving. And I looked around, never saw anything again. I said, you know what, probably not the best idea reeling calicos at you when there's great whites that are cruising around. The yeah, other the thing girl. I had one girl time was a, a calico coming hot at me and I had just a, a wetsuit jacket on and I was fishing a hard bait and it came across and jumped and stuck on my chest for a second and then it luckily ripped out. But I thought to myself, what if I had all these troubles with a fish stuck to my oh. chest? I couldn't oh. lay down to paddle in. And I'm out there sitting, you know, 150 yards off the beach. I was like, I got to kind of maybe think the hard bait thing over again as well.
1: At least you know how to do the str- uh, string technique now. String? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Did you <laughs> yeah, stick one good. in?
0: Did you go go past the barb? He no. Two, one of the first
1: took a two out out of my finger when we went swim baiting years ago at Diamond Valley. I had a two uh, stuck in my knuckle.
0: Like past? Ooh, those are no, can, big hooks. You can see the
1: you could see the hook. Go through the knuckle and the point underneath my fingernail. It
0: was
2: pretty oh, good. Don't worry, Matt. Dr. Klein got it.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: Dr. Yeah. All Klein got it. Well, thanks for having
0: us on the show. Thanks I, for, uh, I enjoyed it. It was a heck of a show, guys.
2: Yep. Thank you, Matt. And congrats again, Billy. Thank you for the opportunity. You got it, Todd. And all, all right. See day. you, guys. All right, guys. Come thank on. you.
0: All right. There you go. Todd Klein and Billy Egan. Yeah, Billy was just hanging, hanging out doing some work at the office. When Todd had the question... I was like, hell he's still odd. Why not bring him back in? So that was a that was a great uh I did I do want to have Billy on. There's gotta be some sort of statute of limitations as a tournament director with 14 years. You mentioned what happened, I think it was 2010 that first year, uh, which is a wild story and very easily could have been the end of things if not handled correctly. Uh and also during that time working for Jeffries, who had the bass zone message board that was the wild no pun intended the wild west of message board days so i mean that was like everybody was on message boards with thousands of threads like that was like i monitored mark Jeffries' message board on bass zone strictly to try to delete the meet me in the parking lot comments like there is giant it, message boards were big back then but uh great show uh really cool now that the west now it's not as represented still as it could be or should be. And you can say, hey, that's because of participation. You could say hey, that's because of money or why not. But now there's a, a path to the top level of MLF with the Toyota series out there. Uh, obviously, the U.S. Open with one bass and the top level of bass now with this uh, affiliation between uh, one bass and Bassmaster. So the path does exist uh, with the two major organizations so all right that's all we got for today same place same time tomorrow we'll talk to everybody then see ya